He is, we are honored to have both he and Pastor Nita as board members of our North Star Pastoral Ministry, in addition to now being connected with Mortal Life Church. So please stand and give a warm Mortal Life welcome to Apostle Leon Johns as he comes to minister the word. Well, praise the Lord. How many of you here expecting God to do something? You believe it without a shadow of a doubt that God is in this place. Amen. I used to always tell our church, I said, you know, if I didn't believe God was here, I wouldn't have gotten up and got ready and, and put forth the effort to come forth. But I believe the Lord is here. And it's exciting to be here to see what the Lord is about to do in this ministry. Uh, I don't look at where you are at and think one thing, but I look where I know you're going and believe what God is about to do. There's so much that the Lord is about to do in this ministry that it's going to just really cause your mind to be just blown and twisted all up. And, and, and I believe a year from now, you're going to be looking back and say, man, I can't believe how God has blessed this ministry. Yeah. Praise the Lord. And so that's what we have to continue to get excited about. And uh, Pastor Paul, Pastor Sandy, appreciate you guys so much. We love y'all. Uh, we will not be the people we are without y'all. You being in your lives, you make us better. Amen. And you increase us and you challenge us to grow. And we appreciate that. Amen. I believe today that I am the man that I am because of the ministry they have placed in my life. And I believe that my wife is the lady she is because of the ministry they have placed in our lives. Amen. So we are grateful and thankful for what the Lord is doing. I want to talk to you this morning about God is in control. And how many of you believe that God is truly in control of every situation? Amen. I don't believe in just going somewhere to preach because that's what you do. I believe in going somewhere and hearing what God has to say and bring a true word or a now word uh, from the kingdom of God to the house. And uh, when we were coming out this month, I was not expecting to preach. And Pastor Sandy said that I was. So I, I sought the Lord and God began to speak to my spirit. And, and I heard the Lord begin to tell me that I'm about to do some great things in this house. And that the Lord wanted me to tell you that he's in control. I want to preach a very simple scripture that we all know very well. Sometimes we misquote it, but we still know it. Uh, Romans 8 and 28 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, when you look at this, you begin to realize it says, first of all, and we know. Look at somebody say, and we know. And we know. You know, sometimes we forget what we know. Yeah. We know how good God is. We know that God's in control. And sometimes we have to be reminded that God is still in control. It says, and we know that all things work together for good. He didn't say some things work together. He said all things work together. And that means everything that you have ever faced, going to face or whatever could ever happen to you. God is working together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. Now, not everybody's called, but God is working some things together this morning. 
Now, you got to understand this morning, all things don't just happen to work out for good on their own. You got to understand that God works all things together for good for his people according to his purpose. Everything God does, he has a purpose. There's a purpose behind what God is doing. You're not here by accident. There's a purpose why you're here. You're not living here by accident. God intentionally placed you here because he had a plan for you. You know what I discovered about God is a lot of things that I see God doing now, he was already working behind the scenes years ago. There's a lot of things that starts to manifest in our lives that God's already been working out. And we just so happen to step right in the middle of it, and we think, wow, look what God's done. And God said, no, that's what I've been doing. You're seeing the results of what I've been doing for years in your lives. I blessed you when you didn't know I was blessing you. I was doing things for you when you had no clue that I was doing things for you. The Bible says he knew you before you were ever even formed in your mother's womb. He knows the number of hairs upon your head. So when things, this is on the screen, when things are, aren't working out as you wish, be patient. Stop trying to move ahead of God. His timing is perfect. You've got to learn to trust Him. Now, when things aren't working out as you wish, sometimes you've got to be patient. You've got to sometimes wait on God because God's doing something totally opposite what you expected God to do. How many of you ever had a God-inspired idea and didn't happen as quickly as you thought it should? You know God gave it to you, but it just didn't happen as quickly as you thought it should. But then there's times that you think of something and it happens before you can even turn around good. There's times that you just, something pops in your spirit and before you can even think twice, boom, God's doing it. You think of somebody. Before you even know what's happened, they've called you or you called them. Now, some people say that's just a coincidence. No, it's not. It's God dropping something in your spirit. It's God working in you. Well, a lot of folks don't understand it's God's working when we don't even realize He's working in us. He's doing some things behind the scenes that we've yet to see. But now, you got to understand, God is at work. He's doing some stuff. He's working things out. And what I want you to understand today is you are entering a season of God manifesting His glory. Catch this now. You are entering into a season of God manifesting His glory. When I was getting ready to come to Dallas this time, I heard the Lord say that these folks don't even know what I'm about to do. And I heard God tell me, just as plain as I'm standing here looking at you this morning, is God said, I'm working behind the scenes, and there's some things that's about to manifest that's going to blow their mind. There's some folks right now going through some stuff outside this church that God's working things for His good. He's working things together. He's bringing things together. He's orchestrating some stuff. See, what God's done in the last year is that God has been laying the foundation. And sometimes it's easy to put up a little portable building in your backyard and just pour a little foundation because you're not expecting to hold much as the capacity that Pastor was talking about. 
But the reason this thing is going a little slower than what you anticipated is because the foundation that God is laying, he wants you to understand the bigger the building, the bigger the foundation has to be. And there's a foundation that God is laying that there's something that God is about to build upon that is going to be bigger than what you ever imagined that it would be. Uh, The Lord began to speak to my spirit. And he said, I'm working behind the scenes at this church. And, you know, when you God's working, you get kind of confused sometimes because you hear God, he'll say, stand still. And know that I'm God. And then God says, when you've done all you can do, just stand. Therefore. And then there's times that God says, I'm going to give you hinds feet. And then there's times you hear the Lord say, run. And you say, but God, did you just say stand? Now you're telling me to run. God, now you're telling me to run the race. And yesterday you told me to stand. I don't know if I'm supposed to be coming or going. And then there's times that God says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Yes. And then there's times that we ask and we can't find it. And we're seeking, but we just can't seem to find what God just told us to ask for. And then there's times that God just swings the doors open wide and man, we run through them. And then there's times that God just shuts the door. But God's working. See, what you didn't understand, God's still working. He's still working things out. And, and, and this is what I tell folks sometimes, you know, when God opens a door, we forget that He also closes a door. I think I mentioned this before, but I don't want to mention it again. This is what I call between the two doors. Sometimes, have you ever walked out of one door and it's shut and you believe God's about to open another, but the door has not yet opened? And you stand in the hallway waiting for God to open the next door. Both doors are now shut and nothing is going on. But see, you got to understand, doors open and doors close. And the greatest work of God goes between the two closed doors. Yes. And I call this the hallway of trust. Sometimes God brings you into the hallway of trust. And he says, I'm still working. Now, sometimes God says, don't you walk out this door. But what God forgot to tell you, he's going to shut it real quick so you can't go back in it. And then you put your hand on the next door and that door's locked and you stand there like an idiot saying, God, what you want me to do now? And then God says, stand. Well, God, you told me to go to the next door. He said, I know, but you got to stand because I'm working something out. See, if I open this door too fast, you're going to step into a situation that you don't know how to get out of. So I'm working some things. I'm getting things on the other side of that door ready for you. That When you walk in it, you're going to know I'm God. You're going to know that nobody but me has done this for you because I made a way where there was no way. See, that's God working. So what seemed as an unanswered prayer was really an answer with different results of what you expected. 
Somebody said, God didn't answer my prayer. I beg to differ with you this morning. He answered it, but not in the way you expected. That's God working. See, sometimes God answering some stuff, that, but He didn't give you the answer you were seeking and looking for. We start asking God for some things in that hallway of trust. And we're asking God to open that next door. And God says, when you bring a gift to me and you get ready to present it to me and you remember that your brother has alt against you, leave the gift at the altar, go make things right. And once you get things right, come back and then present it to me. And guess what? The door might open then. The doors are not opening for you because sometimes you got something hindering your blessing. Let me tell you something, folks. God's not going to let you into the next door until you are ready for it. He's not going to let you track in stuff into your next blessing because he knows it will hinder what he has in store for you. So many of us walk into our next blessing with mud all on our feet and wonder why God can't bless this. It's because God says, I got you in this hallway because there's there's still some stuff we got to talk about. I'm not going to hold you much longer. But see, this is what you got to understand. In Romans 8 and 28 in the Message Bible, it says that why, that's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Now, I want you to catch this. God didn't say that all things were good. He said it's going to work into something good. God can take a situation that's upside down and turn it completely around. God can take your heart that seems to be <coughs> excuse me, give me some water. That seems to be bruised and battered and turn it completely around. What I want you to catch in the spirit. That's why we can be so sure that every detail. Somebody said, Man, I'm telling you what, you don't know what I'm going through. Well, you just gave me your testimony, you're going through it. <clears throat> he said, Every detail in our lives of, of love for God is worked into something good. Now, God has an eternal purpose. And He is able to accomplish His purpose. Everything God does in your life has an eternal purpose. It's not a temporary purpose. What God does is eternal. The Bible says His Word does not return unto Him void, but accomplish that which He sent it to do. Now, so therefore, when God speaks something, it is for eternal. God, you say, well, God's just giving me a temporary fix. That's not God. He's not a temporary God. Amen. So this truth is foundational to the truth of Romans 8 and 28. 
If God doesn't have a purpose, then he couldn't work all things according to that purpose. So God has to have a purpose to work things according to that purpose. Not your purpose, his purpose. That's it. His picture is a lot bigger than yours. See, you're going through a little situation right now, and you're praying God just help you get through the situation. God said, we didn't even talk about situation. We're talking about where you're going. Where you're going is a lot bigger than this little situation. But see, we get focused where we're at, and we get concentrated on where we're at, and we keep whining and complaining about where we're at. And God says, let's not talk about where you're at. Let's talk about where you're going. Because where I'm taking is eternal. It's far beyond anything you can imagine. <coughs> this should be on the screen. All circumstances are not good, but he is still at work for our good. Read that with me. All circumstances are not good, but he is still at work for our good. It may not be good, but it's going to be for your good. It may not be good, but it's going to be for your good. I read this story one time about a lumberjack that was going to go and cut a parcel of land. And he got to the land, and he noticed that there was a little mama bird trying to build a nest in one of the trees he was going to cut down. So he shook the tree violently to cause the mother bird to fly out. He came back the next morning, and the mother bird was in another tree. He grabbed the tree and he shook the tree violently until she flew. About three days of this going on, the mother bird finally said, Why are you tormenting me? And why are you shaking the trees? I'm trying to build a nest. Eventually, the mother bird got so frustrated that she went and she built her nest in the rocks so that the lumberjack could no longer shake the trees she was in. Now, can I suggest that what we think is trouble may very well be God's way of ultimately protecting us? The little bird didn't realize that what the lumberjack was doing was trying to convince her to move out of the trees so they wouldn't be cut down. And see, sometimes God is moving us out of something and we think that God is causing us, you know, causing something to happen. But see, God don't cause things to happen. Sometimes people say, well, you know, God's doing this, and, and God brought this on me. And, and you know, one of the things I have a real hard time with is that people say, God is testing me to see what I will do. Yeah. Baby, God don't need to test you to see what you're going to do, because He knows the end from the beginning. He knows what you're going to do. Amen. He's already seen the end results. Now, I'm like this. See, I, I like to jump on and find out what's going on. If you've ever seen a movie and you're telling me about the movie, tell me the punchlines because I want to be able to sit there and enjoy it. Yeah. Amen. I want to know, did they win or did they lose? <laughs> did they live or did they die? That way I can enjoy the movie. I know what to expect. Amen. And, and you know, some of you like suspense, but I want to go ahead and know. And, 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 but, you know, with God, I understand that, that He's going to work these things out. He's working things together for the good. So... You know, a lot of times we think that God is doing something and really what God is doing is protecting us. Now, Romans 8 and 31 in the Message Bible. So what do you think with God on our side like this? How can we lose? 
God's working things out, church. God's working behind the scenes. God's doing some things for you. God's making some things happen that you didn't know that God was making happen. Philippians 2.13 in the English Standard Version, it says, For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for His good pleasure. It is God who works in you both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Now, God is for us because He loves us. He's not against you. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God's on my You know, there's a scripture in the Bible, I believe it's Psalms 116, verse 8. It says, I will not fear what man can do unto me or may do unto me. And then it says, what can man do unto me? What can man do unto me? I won't fear because the Lord's on my side. And I won't fear because what can man do unto me? Man can't do nothing. Now, too often when things do not turn out as we think that they should, we question God's love for us or His keeping power. But the fact is that sometimes even for Christian Christians, life does not turn out like we thought that it would. Yeah. Through it all, God's in control. Through it all, God's in control. Right. You may be in your hallway of two doors this morning, but I want to encourage you, God is in control. Yeah. Nothing is going to happen until God decides it's going to happen. And when it happens, it's going to be for His purpose. And for His what? And for His good pleasure. That's right. It's going to please Him. Not you always, but I promise you when it's all said and done, it will please you. It's like God is working behind the scenes and, and God's telling you, I'm going to... Do this in your life. When God gives you or challenges you something to do, He's challenging you because He knows you're going to be obedient, unless you're a fool. And, and, and He knows. God didn't challenge anybody else to do that because God knew I would. Because God was working. But see, on the same hand, God was working on my part too. Because I know in order for me to go where I need to go, I've got to go ahead and bless this man now because that's part of God's working for my next blessing that I'm going to. See, we limit God because we, we bless according to our current situation. I'm talking to somebody in this house. You can't look at where you're at and bless God according to what you have. You can't just give because this is what you can give. You give when God challenges you because, see, and, and what God did for me last month is I figured it up, and God gave me 20 times over in one month what I gave to Him one night. That's a pretty good return. 
You just do the math. Amen. I'm not going to figure it up for you. But, but God gave it back to me 20 times over. And, and see, because God was working that thing. And, and, and God was working on them. And see, God didn't tell me to bless him just because he needed something. But God told me to bless him because he was about to take him to another dimension spiritually also. His whole attitude changed. Amen. He had faith. See, some of you right now are in a situation that God's working you out of. Sometimes God works you out of one relationship to get you ready for the real relationship. Sometimes you got to be willing to let go. I'm going to close with this. About 25 minutes, I think. So I'm going to read you one more story and I'll leave you alone. Some years ago on a hot summer day in South Florida, a little boy decided to go for a swim in the old swimming hole behind his house. In a hurry to dive into the cool water, he ran out the back door, leaving behind shoes, socks, and shirt as he went. He jumped into the water, not realizing that as he swam towards the middle of the lake, an alligator was swimming towards the shore. His mother in the house was looking out the window, saw the two as they got closer and closer together. In utter fear, she ran towards the water, yelling to her son as loudly, loudly as she could. Hearing her voice, the little boy became alarmed and made a U-turn to swim to his mother. It was too late. Just as he reached her, the alligator reached him. From the dock, the mother grabbed her little boy by the arms just as the alligator snatched his legs. That began an incredible tug-of-war between the two. The alligator was much stronger than the mother, but the mother was much too passionate to let go. Yeah. A farmer happened to drive by, heard her screams, raced from his truck, took aim, and shot the alligator. Remarkably, after weeks and weeks in the hospital, the little boy survived. His legs were extremely scarred by the vicious attack of the animal. And on his arms were deep scratches where his mother's fingernails dug into his flesh in her effort to hang on to the son she loved. The newspaper reporter who interviewed the boy after the trauma asked if he could show him his scars. The little boy lifted his pants legs, and then with obvious pride, he said to the reporter, but look at my arms. I have great scars on my arms too. I have them because my mama wouldn't let go. You and I can identify with that little boy. We have scars too, not from an alligator or anything quite so dramatic, but the scars of painful past. Some of those scars are unsightly and have caused us deep regret. But some wounds, my friend, are because God has refused to let go. In the midst of your struggle, He's been holding on to you. I'm here to tell you this morning, God's been working for you. And He hadn't let go of you. And He's not going to let go of you. I don't know about you, I can pull my coat off this morning and I can show you some scars. Hallelujah, where God has held on to me. And His unshakable truth refused to let me go. I'm here to tell this church this morning, God's been holding on to you. you got the scars to prove that God's been working for you.
And God's been battling for you. And I'm here to tell this place this morning that God is about to give the greatest breakthrough that you've ever seen because God's been doing some of His greatest work that you've ever seen. The work that God has been doing has not yet been manifested, but it's about to be manifested. God said this community has been taking note and they've been recognizing what's been going on in this house. God said you have not heard the word spoke, but there has been words spoken being spoken about you and about this house. God said that He's been working behind the scene and He's been whispering into the ears of this community. And He's been speaking to the hearts of this community. And this community is about to rise up and they're going to help God fight for you. And they're going to stand for you. And what God is going to do within the next year is going to be a super manifestation of the behind the scenes what God has been working on. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we don't see God's greatest work until it is complete. And then we realize it was God all the time. It was God that closed that door. It was God that kept the next door closed. It was God that kept me in my hallway of faith. It was God that didn't let that happen when it should have happened. It was God that shut the mouth of your critics and held the hand back of your enemies. It was God that spoke into the authority's heart and gave you favor. It was God that delivered you from the lion's den. Amen. It was God that delivered you from the paw of the bear and the paw of the lion. It was God that delivered you out of your fiery furnace. It was God that made a way when there was no way. It was God that lifted you up and caused the crooked to be made straight. It was God that made the rough places plain. It was God that brought the high places down low and the low places up high. It was God. Nobody but God. I'm here to tell you this morning, God's still in control. And God's working behind the scenes. And God's working for your behalf. And everything that God is about to do is going to be for His purpose. It was God. It was God that stopped that loan from going through. It was God that made that other loan go through. It was God that stopped you from moving when you wanted to move. But it was God that told you to move when you didn't want to move. It was God that turned it around when it looked like there was no hope. It was God that spoke to your spirit to do something you never thought you would do. It was God that told y'all to take this church when nobody else wanted. Amen. It was God that spoke to you people to stay here when you wanted to go. It was God because God's been working something. God's got a plan for this house. God's got a destiny for this place. Look at somebody and say it was God. I didn't have nothing to do with it. It was God. It was God. It was God all alone. It was God all alone. It was God all alone. See, God don't come running in when the doors are wide open. 
He waits until they just about the close. As Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if you don't believe me. Amen. I'm here to tell you, some of you are saying the day my doors are closed. And guess what? He'll slip right on in. There may not be but that much room, but God's never late. He's never early. But he's always on time. See, God was working that thing out. God was dealing with Nebuchadnezzar while the doors were closing. Amen. And God got that worked out and he slipped in. And when they looked into the fiery furnace, they saw the fourth man. God's telling me to tell somebody that he's about to slip in the door that seems to be closing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.